Can I just have a word? Can I have a word with you? I feel it like it doesn't work. work. <laughs> Would you let me speak? Okay, do it. <laughs> okay, go. Welcome to the Nail Polish Sisters. Chef's kiss. Okay, everybody. Welcome back to the second to last episode of our first season. Yeah! Hold for applause. Yes, thank you, Lauren. Thank you. Thank you, Lauren. Well, so this is our second to last episode before we take a little break before the new season. We're good. We have a lot in store for the next season. We are going to be planning some new things, getting some stuff together. So don't. This isn't the last of us because we also have another episode after this. But after that, you'll be hearing from the Nail Polish Sisters again. So don't be too sad. And also don't worry. Like if we're your favorite podcast, which we hope we are, you can go back and listen to episodes if you miss us. Or tell your friends about us. Yeah. Word of mouth, people. Let's let's get this shit going. All right, Jam Jam. Yeah. Last week we were feeling a little low. How are we feeling this week? I'm feeling great. How about you? Me too. Not sick anymore. Kind of. Yeah. I'm like vibing. Yeah. And honestly, I've been really happy in terms of um, I've just been busy the last couple of yeah. days and I love that. I That's love great. to be busy. I think Jamie and I are going to do a play together soon. So stay tuned for that. So this week we're going to talk a little bit about how to get out of the funks that mm-hmm. we were in and just how to lighten up your life a little bit. And also we're going to tell some weird stories like we always do you'll get some random you get some tangents you get some advice you get the nail polish sisters i also wanted to say because we forgot to talk about this in past episodes but i wanted to talk about since the that one episode where if you guys also watch our clips we were all dressed up yes oh yes not happening anymore no we're done with that yeah because like it's not that we don't want to dress up and like i'm not going to speak for you all speak personally but like i feel better in like you can't see right now, but like I'm in like baggy jeans, a t-shirt, and some sneakers. Yeah, and I'm not trying to be pick me, but like I genuinely feel better in these clothes. You're not pick me. Stop saying that about yourself. I know, but I feel like there's people that are like, yeah, I just like want to speak of succession, which we'll be talking about later. That's my alarm. I'll be right back. I'm back. Anyways, so we're not going to be dressing up anymore. Yeah, because, like, we we feel comfortable right now, and, like, we're vibing. And, like, I feel sexy wearing these clothes. I feel, I think that's the most important, important lesson we're taking away from this is wear what makes you feel good, because you're your best self when you feel good. That's what I think. And I have a dino in my arms, and he thinks the same thing. Yes, anxiety dino. Anxiety dino. He's great for hugs. Similar to our furry friend, Milo. Oh, and... Is to get best. us started in this episode of advice on how to how to make yourself feel better, I learned that if you give a loved one a 20-second hug, usually someone you're dating, um, but I think it probably works with anyone, a 20-second hug, it releases oxytocin in your body, which is also the love drug, mm-hmm. and calms you down and like relieves stress and stuff. So if you're ever feeling bad, just give someone you love, even your dog, a 20-second hug, and mm-hmm. it should help. Yes, that's beautiful. All right. On that note. Let's get into it. See you later, little lambs. (laughs) Please rate, like, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.
Yes, you are, Jamie. I want to know where that came from, though. Like, I think I don't you know. split up words so much that it turned into I am a little, little, little lamb. lamb. But it started from something else. I am a little, little lamb. I am a little, little lamb. I don't know where it came from. I just wait. I just winked at Lauren. Yeah, you, you did. <laughs> I got to put my phone on silent. I forget to do this a lot. Put your phones on silent. Do not fucking disturb. Alrighty. Alrighty. Sorry. Sorry, Kim. Sorry, Kim. Um, we're going to talk today a little bit about getting out of a funk. Getting out of the funk and, and bringing the back. sun. Yeah, I was trying to be poetic. Jimmy wrote out of the funk into the sun. But I put a forward slash. A forward slash, not a backslash. Yeah, out of the funk, forward no, slash. No, that's a backslash. 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 Into the sun. Backslash. You know when you say words and they don't have meaning? Like, Back, backslash now, backslash yeah I backslash. Don't, i don't know anymore yeah. so it's not even a word out of the funk backslash in backslash into the sun but <laughs> i was also thinking out of the funk bring on the spunk oh. <laughs> i hate that <laughs> yeah it's cringe but i like it okay wait i feel like no okay Ooh. so we're also what do you feel like I was gonna just. I've sometimes I've meshed. I'm I'm so depressed that I've meshed my life. Okay. In, in with reality TV. Okay. Where I think that I'm living in it. Oh. Yeah. So Do you like, tell. like I Truman think they're, Show vibes or like you're in Love Island. No, I, I'm I'm there. Okay. Also, this is the crazy. I know you're not watching this season, but like you've I'll watched watch. enough seasons. British. Yeah. Oh, I should watch. But like you've watched enough seasons where you understand that like you're watching these people up on the podium. They look like they're in their late 30s. They are our age. I know. And it's incredible. Like, I look at them and I'm like, why do you look 20 years older than me? Is it because you put on makeup and I don't? Or, like, what is it? I don't. Is it is it the British air? Like, I, I don't understand. <laughs> they look so older. I think. They look so older. They look so older. I think. I feel like once you hit a certain age, like, we look, I would say, young. I look like a tasty little duck. <laughs> You're a tasty little duck. You know, like um, a baby spring chicken. I think, I think age is like, at this age is really funny. Like, I think there are certain people who look, who are our age, but they look like they're in their 30s. And then you have us who were all the same age, but we look like we're in our early 20s. I wouldn't go high school. Oh like, look at photos of us from high school and you'd be like, oh, I don't look like that. That's fair. There's something like really undeveloped about high school kids once you look at them. But I was thinking more so on the guy side than the girl side, because I'm looking at these guys and I'm like, there is no one I know in my entire life that is even three years older than me that compare to the elderness that these Love Island men have. Do you Are know what I'm saying? Ripped? I don't even know if it's that so much as like it's something in their facial structure or something. Maybe they, it's like a British thing. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's maybe Those it's colonizers. <laughs> colonizers. I hate to see them go, but I love to watch them leave. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yes. So, so um, um, that's probably what, as Jamie said, she she's in her depression era. So if she thinks she's a part of reality TV. But we're coming out of that now because you know what? Seasonal depression is over, ladies and gentlemen. It is daylight savings. It is light out at 7 p.m., which makes me a happy little lad. A happy little lamb. A happy, I am a little, little lamb. I am a and little, I'm a little happy lamb. little little lamb because I the think sun. I think the sun. I don't know about you, but for me, don't you think that when daylight savings hits, automatically you just feel a whole lot better? Yeah, and I still never understood why 
they haven't just let it be. I know. Like, let's just keep this year yeah. round. It's so depressing when it's, I think it's September when this goes back. But I think also what was contributing to it was not only seasonal depression. 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 And depression. Seasonal depression is the weather was contributing. I know. It was literal motherfucking hurricane season. I know. We were out, we were living in LA and it felt like we were in Seattle and that wasn't fun. It was, it was not. Like, but also, I think the only reason I can jokingly joke about my depression is because I feel like I'm out of it now. I you know swear I mean? it's daylight savings. There's like studies that they do and, and depression goes up, car accidents go up, like a lot of bad shit happens during the winter season, literally by cl- changing the clock only an hour, which makes little to no sense. But yeah, studies show studies be showing what studies i don't know i'm not that purport, prepared today um, why are we fucking up all our words purport <laughs> you know what i think that also happens when you're getting back into the swing yeah. of things you know like i don't know why but i've been having a hard time pronunciating my words mm-hmm. i think i just haven't been putting as much effort across creativity the board. do you know what i'm saying so like i've been i haven't been putting effort into like upkeeping my daily conversations or like sparking my intellect in the Mm -hmm. way that I usually do every day at some point I'm I'm okay like cruising and that's what I don't like I'm trying to get back out of that and back into the like I need someone to hate on me so I could get motivated oh you know what I'm saying god no no but like you know you need a little edge sometimes for sure and like I don't have that edge right now Oh, gosh. I know. Who's going to hate on you? I don't want anyone to hate on you. Oh, don't worry. I got enough to go around for myself. Okay, perfect. Hate on yourself. But, like, maybe don't do that. Yeah. Okay. So, what we're discussing today, as you guys are probably gathering, is how we help ourselves get out of these little funky funks and, as Jamie said, into the spunk. (laughs) Out of the funk, into the spunk. Um, And what would you say is something you do to help yourself feel a little better or like, do you ever, I'll just ask that first. And then I have a follow-up question. Okay. Well, I feel like you taught me the number one thing that I do to kickstart getting out of a funk, mm-hmm. which is wake up, open the blinds mm-hmm. and make your bed. Yep. Cause I feel like if you, if I don't make a bed in the morning period, it just doesn't serve me very well. Yeah. But then I do that. And then I, the thing is, is like, I'm in the phase where I'm like halfway out of the funk and mm-hmm. into the spunk where like I'm doing the things I need to do, but I'm not doing like the main things, which is like, make sure I work out, make sure yeah. I eat consciously because I know when I'm doing that, it's very hard for me to be sad. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause I'm like focused. I have purpose in a place where it makes me happier. Does that make sense? Yeah. But I'm not, I'm like about a day away from doing that. Okay. You know, I'm well, we had a salad. It. We had a salad. So that's, Step one. And I stopped eating late at night. So that's been I think that's really important. I feel like, because eating late at night is oh so fun, in my opinion. Why does everything taste better at night? I don't know why that is. Maybe it's like a long day. You're like just ready to eat a lot. I'm not sure. But I always feel like when I eat late at night, I, I just feel worse in the morning. Like I feel really full and sluggish and gross. Whereas like if you kind of go to bed, like don't go to bed. We're fortunate to not have to go to bed hungry, but going to bed with just like a little room in your tummy, I think 
actually helps you have a better night's sleep. At least for me, I think. Yeah, 100%. And then when I wake up, I feel a little more, like, ready to yeah. go. No, I agree with you. And I also think that for you, you're a breakfast person. I'm not unless I'm with you. I just prefer food in the morning than at night. Oh, not true. So I prefer like... food any time of the day. But I think breakfast food is top tier food. Yeah. Like, I would rather eat pancakes over anything else. Yeah, I would Do rather, you... like, I don't know. I, like, become a, I be, I'm like a werewolf. I would okay. become a monster in the night. Yeah. And I just want to, like, face fuck myself with, like, oh. every bad food. Also, I was watching Tropic Thunder the other night. Mm-hmm. And the scene where Tom Cruise is on the phone. And oh, my he's God, like, when he's Les Grossman? Yeah, and he's like, well, you can literally go fuck your own face. It's just living rent-free in my brain. Um, um, but what I was going to say next is I feel this, and I think I'm not a spiritual guide or anything, nor do I know much, but I feel like when I am in a transition period of like trying to better myself or help myself, everything else kind of falls out of line, mm-hmm. but in a good way. So like, I, I, it's like less, I don't know how to put it. I like, kind of know what you mean, but I need like a more concrete. Like when I'm focused on getting healthy or whatever, everything else, and maybe it's because like you're focusing your control on one thing. So then everything else feels a little less like out of mm-hmm. your control. But I think a part of, I don't know if this is making sense. I feel like when I am in a, place of like putting your purpose in one place no more so like change like a place of change everything else around it feels like a little more like chaotic it's kind of falling apart yeah bit. like yeah. your life path feels really confusing yeah just everything doesn't feel but i think it's a good thing no it is because like when you focus on that one thing sometimes the other stuff starts to feel a little chaotic but then it sort of falls into place aligned with like the place of change if that yeah. makes sense are you getting what i'm saying yeah so chaos like, ensues chaos ensues that's like one of our favorite descriptions that we've written we're also writers guys we write we write if you want to read a script well as we said in the intro unfortunately but fortunately we are wrapping up um our first season of woo, nps woo, woo. aka the jamie and bella show bella and jamie show whatever you'd like to call it But what's exciting is that we have a lot in store, and in that in store, maybe we'll give you an episode where we read through our script. (laughs) That was the point of that. Well, honestly, I'd love to go back and read that script because I bet it's better than we think. Should we read it later? Yeah. Like, we used to sit. Like, okay, first of all, I know we're going on a little bit of a tangent, but this is just fun. Yeah, it is fun. This is fun insider information. But I was actually living in New York. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. and I came back for like... Oh, my God. I forgot about this. Yeah. I came back. This was two years ago or three years ago. Two years ago, yeah. And I came back for winter break. But, like, it wasn't because I graduated early. So I was like, okay, like, I'm going to come back for two weeks for Christmas and New Year's, see Bella, and then go home. And then we came... I we January came, 1st. January 1st. I came back and... Bella was like, we've always had this idea to write this script. Should we just write it? And I was like, yeah, like, let's just like fuck around and like sit in the basement and write. So we started doing that for like three days. And then we were like having so much fun. And Bella was like, you can't go back to New York. And I was like, but my whole life is in New York. My apartment is there. Like all my clothes are there. My furniture is there. My boyfriend is there. Like everything is there. And she's like, you're not going back. And I was like, you always know better than me. And literally, I'm not even joking. A week later. later. 
yeah a week later i was like i'm not going back and i just left everything in new york it was like like my brother was living in my apartment at the time and he was like i'll just do it for you yeah shipped everything back yeah it was crazy and now we have a pilot we do and honestly i forgot we got an offer on that pilot like we did actually like upon a blue moon yeah like people were liking it so maybe we'll read it for you guys it's called can't relate we should bring it back. The other week, Bella was like, remember our script? And I was like, we should, we should have, we should have a meeting. We should have a meeting. And That's my like, favorite thing Jamie's mean? ever said to me. She just looked at me and she goes, we should have a meeting. <laughs> With who? <laughs> Each other? No, I, I meant like people to read our script, <laughs> yeah, but, but I wasn't who? clear about it. And Bella was like, but who? And I was like, I have literally not one person in mind. So unfortunately, no one. But we should have a meeting. I think Ethan it's time. wants to read it. He just said. Okay. Do you want to read it? All right. It's so we us. have a meeting. It's so yeah, <laughs> perfect. Oh, guys. Sorry. Oh, guys. Sorry. This is really important, even though we're coming to a close in our second to last episode. But he Ethan, will be renewed. Ethan will come back. Don't worry. We're renewing him for a season two as well. <laughs> he is. Well, yeah. Last, how do we explain Last him? episode, Jamie mentioned said Ethan. <laughs> poor, poor Ethan. He was just. Yeah. He, he was, was the example of some aggression. <laughs> Yeah, that Jamie was feeling. But Ethan is a legend. He is a producer himself. He is. Do you write? He's a writer. He's a writer. Oh my god, Ethan! He went to film school. Yes. And Ethan is the one who is on these cameras, making sure and setting up all the lights and making us look pretty and making sure they're recording and possibly editing this all together. Not Jordan. He does the audio. Jordan. Ethan, Ethan might be doing the videos. Um, so Ethan, do you want to say hi? This is Ethan, hey, guys. Hey, <laughs> this is Ethan. <laughs> Lauren would rather literally Lauren, cut off her arm than you, do that ever. Also, you saw Lauren. Lauren did a full-ass episode. <laughs> she Lauren. still hates us for it. She's carrying that resentment and she won't talk about it. Yeah, it's she so Lauren awkward. won't admit that it was Lauren in the episode. <laughs> she's like, who is that she's girl like, who like, randomly random came girl on? You guys brought on. And it was awesome. So we're also secretly writers, and Ethan is also secretly a writer, and yes. Lauren is secretly everything and more. Yes, it's she true. is my wholehearted more. I know. Wait, should, we need to tell them also though, like how we met Lauren, because it's really funny. It's like my favorite thing. To- oh, let's tell them. As we're we're just gonna have a little reminiscing moment. <laughs> this also will get me out of my phone because I'm talking about a person I love. Hang out with people you love. It's true. Mm-hmm. It helps anything. Like I saw Bella and Lauren this morning, and I am sprightly as a mightly. <laughs> I am. Ethan, you're in there too. Don't worry. But you just came a little later. I was so happy this morning. I'm, by the way, it was before caffeine. I walked in and Miss Jisabella Rose, of course, she made me, do you know the text I received this morning from Bella? She said, what do you like honey in your matcha? This bitch had a matcha ready for me when I walked in with honey in it that she frothed to perfection. It was beautiful. So yes, anyways, but okay, you tell the Lauren thing. Okay, so we get a text from the big boys upstairs, the men who run who run the company we're with. <laughs> they run the company. <laughs> How do I put it? Those guys. We had a text like, hey, we're going to bring on this new producer. Um, gave the number to Jamie. Jamie gets a text from who is Lauren now. But we were like... But some what? random woman like, at the oh time. Oh my God. We can't. text us like, hey, do you guys want to get drinks at this spot? <laughs> and we're like, we don't um, need and, ev- uh, and yeah. we're like a producer. How dare they think so lowly of us? We don't need anyone yeah, to be we're a part we're of amazing. this. Like, this is us. Blah, blah, blah. We're so great. Like, fuck this. Blah, 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 blah. So then we meet up with Lauren 
and we're driving. We're driving later that night. So we both drink some coffee. We meet Lauren and we're like, oh, it'll be like a 30 minute, 30 minute meeting. Yeah, and we're really like, quick, we're probably not even going like, to like her. We're not even going like, to like her. We even like said to like one of the people, we were like, well, like we'll give it a shot. But like, like fine. Like whatever. We're, we're open like, to anything. But like, don't expect us to like, like this woman. Yeah, like we're going to say no. Then we sit down and we start talking with Lauren and 30 minutes turns to probably like an hour and a half, an hour and a half, maybe two hours. And we were like, we leave and we're like, fuck. Yeah. We love Lauren. We, like, we call the boys immediately and we're like, men, yes. sign her up. We love her. And we talked and we realized we just like all really got along and it was a beautiful moment. Yes. And you know, you don't come across like adult friendships. I feel like are kind of hard to find, but like Lauren came in and didn't she wasn't just a friend yes she's family yes she's everything i really actually think lauren you are like this is now just a love letter to lauren that's what this episode should be called a love letter to lauren but i will say lauren is the big sister i never had yeah that's really fair i know there was one time where i was like freaking out so badly about something and i was like okay my therapist is probably asleep bella's (laughs) in a play I need to talk to Lauren. And, but I'm like, I, I always have the thought to text Lauren, like as I'm texting you, but I'm like, I don't want to bot. Like she already listens to us for 20 <laughs> hours a week in person and like on the side. It's very I true. I don't want to bother her with my stupid drama, but then she just gave me the best advice. Yeah. And I was like, honestly, fuck yeah. Vibes. Vibes for life. She really did give you great advice. Yeah. So that, that anyway, gets you out of a funk also calling, calling, calling Lauren, a friend. Calling, calling a Lauren. friend. Yes. And long to bring it back. Call Lauren, call Ethan, you know, get you a friend. Yeah. Um, what are other things? You know what? Call me crazy because it seems a little woo woo, but I think crystals are helpful. Oh my God. Now we need the pendulum. I have a pendulum. Jamie and I used to ask it questions. Turns out we're in the ones in control of it. Like it's a whole thing that, um, we learned the hard way that it doesn't tell you the future. Unfortunately, we thought it did, but I was going to say with crystals comes, um, meditation and I you think know meditation, I meditated yesterday. How long? For, I think, 15 minutes. Wow. And I actually felt so much better. Doesn't your head feel all funny after you meditate? Yeah, it just was really clear-brained. Yeah. But then it was so interesting to see, and I think we talk about this with Lauren a lot, but also, like, to see how quickly, like, your, your subconscious wants to come in and, like, protect you right after, you know? Like, it, it happens so immediately where I'm like, I'm clear, I feel relaxed, and then it's like, wait, you need to think about all these things that you're not doing. And like, you need to, like, I need to bring that anxiety back for you because that's how your body operates. So like trying to get out of that and move into a place of like having a lot less anxiety is really a weird feeling. I also think with meditation, what's important is like, you have to practice it a lot. This is, I don't meditate a lot. I tried. It's really hard. Why, why do you think it's hard though? I was curious. I was thinking about that in my meditation yesterday. I was like, I don't know what Bella means by like, it's hard. Because so like if I make my brain, because with meditation, it's like, it's not actually about at least the meditation that I listen to that Jake showed me. Shout out to you. It's like, it's not so much about clearing your mind, but rather allow, allowing thoughts to come in and, and leave. leave. Yeah. And what I think is hard for me is naming the things. No, because it's not like this is where our brains are really different of like anxieties and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think I've, I was actually, I'm about, I've now been journaling, which That's is I great. think another thing that helps with anxiety and stuff. But what I realized in my process of journaling is I think I've gotten so good at disassociating with like a lot of things. Mm. Like, because 
for example, like with body image issues and all that stuff, like I have completely disassociated. I don't know how, but I have because if I was connected to it, I'd be having mental breakdowns all the time. I know that for a fact. Interesting. So like there are certain things that I've gotten really good at. Like my anxiety, I swear to God, we're on like opposite sides of the room. Like I've gotten myself so far from it, but I wouldn't say in like necessarily a healthy way. It's why when I have mental breakdowns, they come on like strong. Well, yeah. Because I think it's like like a moment of like what I'm connected back into everything. But I think like I live my life in like a bit of like a. Well, sometimes like I don't know if this is unhealthy and a therapist would shoot me for this. But like sometimes you kind of have to do that to go about your day. I think it's totally fine. But I think like for me. Yeah. But then again, like when it comes up, it's just it comes up twice fold. I don't even know if that's a word or a phrase. But like it comes up so hard because you're not really like looking on looking at it on a day-to-day basis and acknowledging that it's there. You know what I mean? I think, and I have that with like a different anxiety of mine where it's like, I can be like, oh yeah, I'm all fine. I'm all good. Like I'm hundred percent good. Like I've disassociated my problems all the way in the corner. Mm -hmm. But as soon as like the littlest thing triggers it, then it's a huge thing opposed to just being like, hey, like I'm actually feeling this right now and it's probably not the best, but it's okay. It'll pass. Yeah. Instead of being like, no, 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 I'm not feeling that right now. Like that's not even a real thing. Yeah. Like, if you make it an imaginary problem, it'll come back to haunt you. Like, that's the thing is what I'm saying is my issue, which like we're never going to solve this because neither of us are licensed therapists. But I will explain because maybe it'll make other people feel less alone if they do something similar. But I feel like my problem isn't like, hello, my way. It's OK. He'll he'll run in and like jump on us and everything will fall over. I heal his but little, he'll be out tiny there. collar going um, shake, shake, shake. What I was going to say, though, is I feel like I don't know how I'm doing it. That's my struggle right now. What do you mean? Like, like you don't... my disconnection to things is not on purpose. It's just like a defense mechanism that is yeah. within my body. So it's not like, mm, how do I put this? It doesn't hit me necessarily. Yeah, like it, because it's not being it's not being activated at the moment. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it's not presently triggering you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But like, if somebody came in here and was like, Bella, you're fat. Yeah. It would trigger lose you. my mind. That's what I'm saying is like, you're not coming up. You're not, first of all, you're not surrounding yourself with people who make you have to think about that. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, but if somebody was rubbing up against you and saying these things that triggered you, you would have those meltdowns way more often. It's just, you're not being you're forced right. to look at it right now. You're right. And like, that will come up for you. Like if you, you know, you start working and stuff and like, you have to watch yourself a million times. Like yeah. you will do that to yourself. And then also people will comment on it, regardless if you're a hundred pounds or you're 200 pounds, yeah, you know what I'm saying? True. So like, can't win. It's going to be a struggle for you, but it's just not being like actively yes triggered Oops. at the moment. But what, yes, but also, Anyway, this goes all the way back to meditation and what I was saying with like our brains being different with their problems. Like I'll show you what I journaled because you'll laugh your ass off. It looked like someone who like none of the thoughts flow together and they all are like really crazy and extreme. Like probably free writing by accident. I think I am. I I wrote about religion for like 40 minutes straight. Yeah. Which was like really weird. That's the best though because you actually get to see like my brain is so weird. But that's what I feel. This is the issue I have with meditation that I find hard. Sometimes when I'm meditating, I'll have all these crazy thoughts and then I won't remember any of them. Well, you write it down right after. See, but like after I open my eyes, everything leaves my brain. And I'm like, what was I just thinking about? Does that ever happen? Yeah, but I kind of like at least try and 
have one takeaway. I'm like, I, I know I won't remember everything, but I like, I do think both you and I have like spiritual connections somewhere. Mm -hmm. Like I definitely like hear people talking to me when I'm in meditation. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'll be like, Oh, I remember this thing that this one person said to me in my meditation. And like, that's the only thing. And I'll use that as like my intention for the day or like my intention for the week. But I need to be good about it. Like every I day, used to yeah. meditate every single day before I would like leave my apartment. Yeah. Now I'm like, oh my God, it's a pain. Like, why does it feel like it's, it's like you just have to sit there with your eyes closed and like breathe. Yeah. So why does it feel so intimidating? That because it's question. scary because of what we're talking about with like the, disas the disassociation to like things we don't want to look at. Because yeah. like when you are in meditation, you're really at peace for a second and mm. your brain, it's really hard to get your brain to do that. Yeah. Very true. What is free writing for free, the, for the free listeners? Free writing is like you basically like free flow. So you don't really have anything you particularly want to write about. Mm -hmm. And you start to just write whatever comes to your brain without judgment. And you just like continue on and do it. And like the craziest things happen. Like yeah. your handwriting could change. Like, oh, interesting. I should look back and see. Yeah. It's like basically changed. you're being channeled. Oh, cool. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be like channeled by like an angel or whatever, but it's like you're being channeled, even if it's like from a different scientifically from a different part of your brain where like if you're writing about religion, if you weren't thinking about it earlier that day it just came up in your writing like that's free writing because oh. you weren't judging like, oh, I'm writing about religion right now. You were just continuing on about writing about religion. Yeah. Like tangents. Yeah. I felt like pale from burn this. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You know, when he's like doing his whole monologue about the. You know, in the scene when they meet and he's going crazy and the guy's all coked out and he's like, yeah, that's what it felt like. Like the thoughts were so coked up brain while yeah. being sober, completely sober because I don't sleep with my phone in my room anymore. Thank you, Lauren. Another thing I will suggest and I love it is get yourself a little alarm clock. I'm using Lofty, not sponsored once again. And L-O-F-T-I-E, right? Lofty. Lofty, it plays um, little white noises for you and it's and it does this like beautiful gradual alarm so it like wakes you up in like a nice slow calming way and all of a sudden you're just like up and it like subconsciously wakes you up but it's calm because something I learned is that our alarms jolt us awake and it gives us anxiety and you don't want to start your day with anxiety like that already comes within the day so you might as well try and start it in the healthiest way but I will say Starting my day off like that has actually really changed. I sleep with my phone in my kitchen and I don't and I go to my bed and you could do it by putting your phone on the other side of the room, just like far enough away from your bed that when you wake up, you don't roll over and look at your phone. And oh I actually God. think it changes the trajectory of your day because like the first day I did it, I didn't even realize it, but I didn't check social media for like until like the middle of the day. Yeah, like it was like two or three. And all I did was I woke up went on my phone, responded to all of my texts. And then I just like continued on. Like I kind of forgot. Yeah. There was like a social media even option because you're not like lying in your bed doing nothing. You're like, kind what of do like, I do? let me just yeah. go. <laughs> I, do you ever have the dreams where you're like falling and you like fall yeah. in your bed? Like you wake you know up you can't and you're die like, in your dreams. <gasps> do you have that? You know what I'm talking about? It's like the scariest feeling in the world. Yeah. You can't die in your dreams. And they say, if someone dies in your dreams, that's not good. Really? Someone else dies in your dreams. Oh. That's like old old folklore superstition. Like, be okay. wary. Well, I hope no one dies in my dreams. Yeah. My dreams are so fucking weird. Like, my dreams this morning were so weird. Dreams are a crazy thing. And I was listening to some guy talking about, like, smoking weed before bed and how 
it actually doesn't like it, it it speeds up the process of falling asleep but then you actually don't get as good of a night's rest why is that because it doesn't let you get into like your REM cycle mm. so it keeps you at like a certain keeps level. you in light sleep basically yeah so it helps you fall asleep that's why a lot of people smoke weed because they're like oh it makes me fall asleep faster because mm-hmm. it does there is something that like speeds up the process of your body falling asleep but then it doesn't allow you to get a good night's sleep and the guy was saying when he does studies that the people who used to smoke weed and then they stopped smoking weed before bed all of a sudden have crazy dreams like crazy vivid mm-hmm. dreams and it's because you're able to get back into your REM cycle so your dreams are crazy again yeah, I feel like I've gone through enough an phases where I'm like smoking and then not smoking. Yeah. And every time I stop smoking, Your dreams my dreams are, are fucking nuts. Yeah. But they're sick. I'm like, I could literally write. Oh, that's another thing for helping Dream get journaling? out of your funk and into the spunk is <laughs> um, get yourself on a regu- like regulated sleep, sleep schedule. Cycle. So yeah. like all neurologists say. That if you get, that's like one of, like, there's like five things they often tell you to do. And one of them is get on like a regular sleep cycle because there's something to do with like the hormones and the cortisol levels and everything that your body does release that if you're on it in a normal cycle, like your body will start releasing melatonin before, like, let's say you go to bed at 10 every or 11 every single night. Well, do you think about it? There were so many years before we were of age to use those things, aka weed or like something to put you to sleep. Yeah. We can fall asleep. Totally. You know what I mean? You can actually just go about your day and get tired and go to bed. Yeah. But for some reason, people well, it's learn. the phones. That's the other thing that I feel screens. like I found with. But do you put I, the TV on? I have my room? TV on, but I'm still, I go to sleep by like 11 now. And I don't know, maybe it's because there's a distance between the TV and it's not like right here in my face and like my brain's not as active, but like I put on friends <laughs> and I just watch like one episode and then I go to bed. Yeah. And there's, I don't know what it is. I've never had a TV in my room. I was never allowed one when I was little. And the second I moved out, I was like, TV in the bedroom. It goes. Same with me. And I never took, like, I have a TV in um, my room in my mom's house. And I never sleep, like, I never put the TV on in there. If you have a TV on and you're on Instagram or TikTok or you're on your phone, it's like there's so much going on around you that it, like, even makes it. It's like so hard nowadays to just focus on like one thing for a certain amount of time just to begin with, like period. And then when you have the option, like I think there is something really important about learning how to detach from your phone. You know what? I This also helps me get, I feel like getting out of my funk, this has helped me in the past mm-hmm. and it's something I'm I'm reigniting, which is I'll just leave my phone when I don't need it. If yeah. somebody else has a phone and I'm going somewhere, if I'm going to dinner, if I'm going to do an activity i'll just leave my phone at yeah. home or leave it in the car or leave it whatever because i'm like i what am i gonna get it's so crazy like i'm just as we're having this conversation thinking about like so many different things where when i was lying in bed and i was like oh i need to get x y and z and like i kept rolling over to grab my phone to literally open up amazon and get it immediately mm-hmm. or like i wanted to know what the weather was going to be tomorrow and i would like roll over and my phone wasn't there it's just so crazy to think that how many times you actually like were looking for yes, your phone or yeah. like the amount of like you just don't even realize how easy everything is like everything is literally at our fingertips yeah and it's wild like it yeah. really blows my mind because and i'm just doing like a little thing where i'm not sleeping with my phone in in my room but now that happened when i deleted like social media too for 
a couple but like weeks. I've deleted social media and it's like whatever like it's social media but like there's yeah, but the certain amount of things, times you're going to yeah, look for the like, so- like ghost ghost fingers or yeah, like going like, to like oh, hit like I'm looking for my Instagram yeah. app but it's not on my phone but it's that thing of the same thing of like the rolling over thing where you're like it's it is actual energy to say to yourself, oh, I actually don't have that. And yeah. then you actually feel better in a weird way. Like I feel better when I'm like looking for my Instagram and it's not on my phone. And then I'm like, oh, there's like one less minute of my day that I have to be stressed out. Also, like what I think is so crazy is like, even if it's not like a better or a worse thing, it's more just like a, this is something we don't know. This is something that every generation after us will never know. You, you, you guys know, I would say of like a life pre iPhone. Like well, you can remember you that. Milo, oh, Milo, it's okay. Milo. I think he heard a man talking he and did. he freaked. He was like, the fuck? <laughs> Who is here? <laughs> Milo doesn't like men except for Bella's boyfriend. And my dad. And Bella's dad. See, cause like one more talking, he doesn't flinch. Yeah, he's fine. Ethan, say something. Say <laughs> <laughs> Testing out theories. Milo, stop. Baby Milo. Thank you for your protection, Milo. We don't need it. This is my new thing I tell him. That's another thing that helps me get out of my funk sometimes is like when I'm really stressed out about a bunch of things that makes me depressed because it's I feel like what happens is I get stressed about a bunch of different things. Yep. It's so overwhelming that it actually just turns into depression. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's usually things that I feel like my brain thinks it's protecting me, but it's not. Mm -hmm. And so I just say to my brain very nicely, like you just said to Milo, I say, thank you for trying to protect me brain, but I don't need you right now. It only works one out of a hundred times a week. (laughs) I say it so often about all of these things that I really need to work on and it's actually not working. And so what I will say, try it. Another thing is frustration and being mean to yourself also is the same thing as I just said, where you're stressed about a bunch of things. It turns into overwhelming and you shut down. Yeah. And so like, that's, what's been happening to me where I'm just so like, I love to self grow. I don't even know Mm -hmm. if that's a phrase. You do love to self grow. I love it. Let's make it a phrase, you know, because you're the queen of self self grow. I love it. And I love to like see other people grow and I love to see people have breakthroughs. And I think it's just like a really fun thing about the human condition is like getting to watch people grow through things and like be aware of things. But at a certain point you do it for so long and you get stuck in a block and you're like, gosh, darn it. I really want to move through this so badly. I don't want to like indulge this anymore. And then when you feel like you can't do it alone, it's like, you get depressed. Yeah. You get DP'd. I also think, do you... <laughs> People, okay, I say DP'd as like a shortened term for depression. Yeah. And then someone told me that they were like, that sounds like you're saying you're being double penetrated. And I was like, well, mm. that's not what I meant. I My brain has never gone there. I mean, Only ever. sickos go there. Yeah, I know. I'm like, dude, no, thank you. <laughs> I'm going to take a hard motherfucking pass on that. So anyone who was trying to do that, and also the person who keeps commenting on our Instagram to make an OnlyFans, I know it's directed at Bella because I wear so I think trench coats, <laughs> but has to do no, her. she doesn't want to make an OnlyFans. Thank you. I maybe would because <laughs> I really want to buy a house. I just wish that I... I also, I want to talk about something weird. What? And I don't know where this just came in my brain, but I was thinking about being naked. Okay. And like... Wait, do you ever feel like you look hotter naked than you yes. do in a bra and underwear you and or a bikini? You is that what it is? Yes. I think I look so much better. I know. Naked. I'm like, why does 
like all I want to do is just be bask naked in the sun. <laughs> what okay? did your brother say? <laughs> naked, <laughs> naked men. I am naked man. Yes. <laughs> well, so when I lived in New York, I was facing the street. Mm-hmm. What would I do? Just walk around naked all the time. I was like, hell yeah, I love this. But if you said walk around in a bathing suit, <laughs> I would start crying. <laughs> I would start. I, have you ever I seen me not in a cover up like in no. your whole life? No, I haven't. Like Coachella, you think I'm going to wear a bikini top? No, no, no. No, no, no. I'm going to wear an Ula Johnson blouse <laughs> and some corduroy pants and some pants, some pantalones. Uh, and my North Face shoes. Yeah! <laughs> Your feet are going to be so hot. It's a desert. I don't care. It's, it's like a desert, walking. girl. Well, remember the walk home from oh my God. stagecoach. I've told that story. You have? Yeah. I told that story. Jamie yeah. getting mad. Yeah. About the walk. So I need my North Face shoes. Yeah, you need something comfy. Can't put you in boots ever again. Boots. These boots are made for walking. So are you going? Yeah. Huh? Do you want to go? Yeah, I'm debating. Food for thought? Food for thought. Quick food for thoughts. A food for thought. This is a segment that we have started anew. Started on our own. Started last week. It's a new segment. We're so always evolving. We're evolving, as Jamie likes to say. We're self-growing. Yeah, we are self-growing. Like I, I was even just thinking, like the fact that we've come so far in just one season. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the first before we even started recording, we didn't think we were gonna like Lauren. And now we met Lauren, we love her, and we have almost 20 episodes under our belt. It's very impressive. It is. It is very impressive. So food your for food thought. for thought. Hit me with it. I need to talk about this. Okay. It's, it's contributing to my depression. Okay. So um, what's happening is TikTok. Mm. Um, it was Instagram last week. It's moved on to TikTok because I deleted my Instagram and yes. have been doing our social media on TikTok. So obviously I'm just looking on TikTok. If you say anything... Mm-hmm. about your life it is on your for you page yeah. and i've been talking a lot about like auditioning and oh, whatever in the past couple days i don't need to see how many people are auditioning and there's something that's really stressing me out about the way that people are like videoing not videoing but like vlogging about acting because I don't, I feel like they're doing it to try and get attention so that they can then be cast in something, but it's like really cringe to watch for me because I'm like, I am that person that's like auditioning. Like I'm in the same boat as all these people and like seeing that, like seeing that representation on TikTok is like a very weird thing to Mm -hmm. see. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like these people being like, it took me seven years to book my first guest star or something. And I'm like. Ugh, it just makes me cry because I'm like these people are just like spending their whole lives like chasing after their dreams and then you know what I mean mm-hmm. like it's actually it's it's nice to see because it's like wow they're they're getting their dreams done I'm sound right yeah but also they're like it's really sad because it makes me like feel like oh my god I have so much more to go before I get to do my dreams you know well, you never know. That's the crazy thing with everybody's journey is different. Everyone's journey is different. And that's the craziest thing I think about being an actor or being a creative person is like, you don't know what your big break is going to be. Mm-hmm. You know, you could see, you could get, you could get a guest spot on a Netflix show that's so big that it like blows you up. Mm-hmm. Or you could, I don't know, like I think about with my mom. When she got full house, she was only brought on for six episodes. And that Mm -hmm. was a guest spot that she was supposed to be in. And then 
her chemistry was so good with John and with the entire cast that like it actually turned out that she, she was going to be in remains all the, the nine yeah. following seasons. So it's so something crazy. like that where it's like you just actually and like prior to Full House, she had been working since she was 16. Mm-hmm. But like that was her big break. So it's like you just, you just never, never know. know where know. it's going to happen. Um, My food for thought for you guys <laughs> is it's a little styling tip. I'm starting to realize. When Listen I s- up, guys, because these are always <laughs> this is always going to be a trend in a couple months. So. First off, vests, bringing those back. If you want to get involved, do it now because not that many people listen to this podcast. So like you could be a first to Mm -hmm. jump on this trend. Second, styling outfits of different, like, I don't know how to put this. I'll call them genres of pieces together actually looks cooler Mm -hmm. than like if you're wearing a long maxi flowy cool skirt, throw on a band tee with that. And a pair of a band, oh a band band tee uh-huh. like band, band or like t-shirt. what you're wearing right now and like a pair of combat boots and like fuck it all up. Does yeah, that make sense? I feel like that's how I've always done my style. Yeah, but I think more people need to realize that because like, well, at least I think that's how you get like the cooler aesthetic. So that's my piece always. of advice for style wise is just if you're gonna wear a dress, wear a leather jacket. You're gonna wear jeans wear a blazer you know Mm -hmm. just little twists of everything and then all of a sudden your outfit also belts belts are important bring back oh my god my mom was wearing a belt last i I was like damn girl you are hot as i wore a belt and a pair of like mules and like blue skinny jeans that flared and like a black shirt and i was just feeling myself i was like i look put together this took me two minutes to wear two minutes to wear i'm two minutes damn it girl two minutes to wear (laughs) That came off two minutes. Meow. She's a better nation. (laughs) It took me two minutes to put together. Let's wrap this motherfucking shit up. All right. Well, let's get into surprise motherfucker. In five, four, three, two, one. So, guys, we have a little guest in the studio. His name is Maiwo. You'll hear him maybe clinking around. He's sniffing everything. Milo, can you come here? Milo. It's not a very good listener. Milo. I'm just nervous about him running over all those oh, look cords. At oh my God, he's so cute. Milo, you're very cute. Okay, guys. Welcome back to Surprise, mother. Today, oh, this is a good one because we're talking about our favorite show that is back. And we haven't talked about it yet. And we didn't watch it together. And we didn't watch it together, weird. which was weird. So, Succession, the fourth and final season. I hope it's not the final, but honestly. They said it's final. I know. It's being promoted as the final. I know. (sighs) Milo is now under Lauren's chair. Um, It's very cute. He's yawning. Oh, big yawn. And Succession. Dude. Let's talk about it. Spoiler alert. I'm hoping. I'm hoping you guys have already seen it. There's not that much to spoil. I'm honestly going to go more for like the style of the show. Okay. And how much I love it rather than like the actual content of the show. Oh, so you you take it away. Well, first off, I loved that they were in L.A. Mm -hmm. I loved that so much. Just aesthetically, the show itself is so it's it's beautiful. It's it's impeccable. And it's I feel like all the seasons do it very um, like mockumentary style, I would say. But this episode really felt really real mm-hmm. where it's like the cameras really were just like following everyone and it did seem like 
No, it's like a, it, you know what it is? It feels like you're watching a reality show yes. that's not a reality show. It's a slice of life. Yeah. And also what I was saying um, when I was talking about it with not you, mm-hmm. I was saying that um, there's something just so gore. Like it is a plus dialogue. Like yeah. it is. And it's not even so much like this is one of those shows. And I think it's pretty much the only television show in my life that I've watched where I really don't care about the storyline. Every episode is like a standalone episode to me. Yeah. And I'm like, I think I looked it up one time. I know Jesse Armstrong, the writer, is a playwright. Mm. Um, but I think most of the people in that writing room are playwrights themselves. And a lot of the actors are like theater actors exactly. as well. It's like, it's literally watching like a billion dollar production of a theater performance. Yeah. It's like so raw and so present. And so like, they do not miss a single no, thing in that they show. they really don't. No one misses ever. Never. Maybe Greg's girlfriend was like not. Or but like Greg's she girl. did. Eh, she did what okay. she had to do. But Carrie, that episode was fire. Yeah. That is, if if you guys don't know and you watch, is um, Logan's like assistant. Slash woman. Yeah, but like not. But the dialogue is just god it's so it's not a comedy but, but it is so a comedy. funny i i actually laughed from beginning to end yeah the entire time i was laughing the whole entire greg with, Except, yeah with tom dude that dynamic oh my god. is that's the best. what it was reminding me of is when lauren was telling us a story about the naked man i was yeah. just thinking about the disgusting <laughs> brothers <laughs> it is again it's the timing on those motherfuckers like all of them just they just, I, I mean, to be fair, they're four seasons in yeah. and they've really learned their, but like, but Brian they're all Cox, just so good. Are you kidding me? That man is, he's perfect. Yeah, he is. Perfect. He's literally every time he says something that comes out of his mouth. I'm just like, dude, say less. Like you don't even have to, he's, you could just walk through a room and you feel his power. Yeah. He's, it's crazy. Oh, it's such a gorgeous show. It's so good. And the outfits everyone looks so chic always you're just like damn but also like i love how dumb they are like they're so smart but they're so dumb i think that's why it's really funny to watch too because you're watching in this season now it's like divided and it's the three kids versus their dad and it's really funny to watch because they're trying to like take their dad down with the money their dad made and so it's just so funny to watch because it's like they're all acting like we're the next ones in charge and it's like yeah great for you but also at the same time it's like you made none of that. Acknowledge the fact that this isn't your doing in I the was, first place, which is why I think it's so genius. I think the auction part was hilarious to me. Or the not auction, the auction, the bidding, the sorry, bidding, the bidding war. Yeah. Because I was like, dude, you guys don't even have that. No. And also, they, I love how casual they were making the word billion, billion. sound. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> 10 billion? Just billion in general. Yeah. I'm like, dude, that's not. I love how it, it's so funny because it's just one of those shows that you can get away with making casual how rich some people are yeah and also someone told me what they think their prediction is going to be going forward and i think it is very accurate and possibly what could happen where logan is not going to end up selling the company because if he doesn't sell the company they don't have the money to buy yeah that's what i thought and i think there is a high chance well logan is always going to win yes and by the way i think And it's so, like, it doesn't even I just think about all of the dynamics when I'm looking at my life. Not my personal life, but, like, the dynamics of actual families and stuff like that. Like, they are never going to win, one, because they don't have as much money as him. But, two, because you never win against your father. No. It's just, 
They have more life under their belt. Yeah, but also like in a fight with your dad, you're not going to win. They're your dad. It's just not possible. You can try and be right and win all you want. You probably are right. But like they are going to win for so many reasons them just being alive longer than you, but also they're them being the reason you're alive, having a life. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Totally. The reason you're on the planet, like you're not going to win. You're not going to fight that. No, there's literally no fighting it. And the other, other part that broke my heart was Tom and Shiv. I know they're going to get back together though. I know. But the, that scene, that's where I think like, you're so right with a playwright or whatever Mm -hmm. it was, was those so simple, those lines like they're when they're, Sorry if you haven't watched it. You should watch it. But when they're in the bed and they're holding hands and, and they're they like, just like they're sleeping and they're sleeping like but they're and they hold hands and they're like, well, we tried like we tried. I know. And I was like, but nobody does that anymore in scripts. They try to over they're so like and I get it because people need the exposition. Yeah. But in this show, there's none of it. None of it. You're just thrown into it and you're like, oh, I actually have to force myself to understand what's happening, even if I don't yet understand. By the end of each scene, you're like, oh, I totally get it. Yeah. I totally, everybody's objectives are so clear. Everybody is like their own person. Nobody meshes together as a character. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just so crazy to me how they've done that. Yeah. It's so beautiful. It's always HBO too. It's original HBO though. Yeah. Like Like Game of Thrones. Oh my God. Right hand. Oh my God. My, My wife. Oh my God. Is My it wife. good? I was watching yesterday an episode, and it's in the first season. It's like episode. Are you watching four with Jake? Or five? Yeah, and it's the scene where um, when Khaleesi's brother comes to Cal Drogo, and he's like, "I'm a dragon. I'm a dragon." I, I forgot about this. And he's like, "I'm a dragon," and then they pour the metal on mm-hmm. his head, and he lights like he dies. Yeah. And then she's like, "He's not a dragon because dragons don't light on fire." And like when you rewatch it, I'm not going to say what happens, but you know what happens, and you're like. Whoa! No, what rewatch a rewatch of Game of Thrones is it's crazy nuts. because the foreshadowing that oh they God. do that you don't realize until you rewatch it is it's so nuts. wild. I know. There's one scene I'm thinking about, but I can't spoil. Don't it. say I it. Can't. But I think that's like but probably if Joffrey. you were to, if you were to love Joffrey. I know. I love Joffrey too. <laughs> I like, loved him. My or, little short king. Or He's... even like watching it with like Bran. I forgot. Like Bran can see like the future mm-hmm. and like a lot of that and like Hodor and like all of those things. Like when you're watching, when you watch, you're like, you love, you learn yeah. to love them without knowing the reason and why then, you're going to love and them. And then so in much. the future, like rewatching it is just so crazy. Cause you're like, wow, that's when you know, it's a good show. Like you also. Yeah. You was fucking incredible this season. I have to incredible. say it should be nominated to yeah. me. I would petition if I had any rights. Yep. I would petition. I'm with you on that. For I would you pendi- to be- petition. I feel like Penn Badgley like is anti that. Anti being nominated? Yeah. I doesn't mean, he, he just strike you like, as the kind of person someone, who just doesn't care? He's someone who could be a third on our podcast. Like yeah. I would invite him to do this with us. For sure. I'm we have the opportunity. Yeah. Like Definitely. one day he'll be on here. Okay. But like he won't be a guest. He'll be like. He'll be with us. He'll be a series regular. Even though he has his own podcast. Yes. A hundred percent. But it's But fine. like he'll leave his and obviously come to ours. Yeah. So. He loves us. We don't know him. He just really likes us. He just doesn't know us yet, but he'll like us yeah, once he knows obsessed. us. Like it's whatever. Just we're no the new we're season five of you. Yeah. Like it's us. We're the nail polish sisters and he's <laughs> following us. And we get to be the W. W. What's the W? I meant like a W, w like two U. W. For the I thought win. you were like W. Okay. La 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 la. 
hot takes. Hot takes. Hot takes. Hot takes. Um, hot take. Mm. Connor from Succession is so fucking slept on and hurts. Oh my god, he's so amazing. <laughs> he's so amazing. I love him so much. Wilhelmina is also pretty slept on. She's the goat. Like she's just out here. The best line in the entire episode was, "But like you're still gonna be rich, right?" Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude, what a life. Hot take is um, Dungeon and Dragons comes out. <laughs> Our love, Chris Pine, is the star, so we'll we'll be seeing that. Hot take. Hot take. Everyone see that. Chris Pine, you are fine. Please rate, like, and subscribe on Apple and Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nail Polish Sisters is hosted and produced by Jamie Belushi and Bella Giannulli. Produced by Lauren Boone. Edited by Jordan Fair. Original music by Joey Cars. The, the Nail, Nail Polish, Polish Sisters, Sisters is a Gulfstream Studios production. And if you've made it this far, 100 points. 100 points.